Blog Talk Radio. Send young minority men to prison, 
or is there an agenda right now in our black community with our rappers and everything else? And you look at the clothing lines that they're wearing. You look at the clothing lines they're wearing. They're wearing clothes that are five times too small. You don't see that on the white counterpart of R&B or rap or even acting, I guess you could say. You know, a lot of people want to talk about the gay agenda in the black, in, in, in the black community and saying that, that there happens to be a connection with rap music, clothing, and homosexuality. There are a lot of people who are saying that they think that Tyler Perry is more worse than someone like uh, Young Thug who wears a dress or some shit like that, or Lil Wayne that has. I mean, what, what hurts the community more? Is, is it the whole gay agenda, or is it the fact that y'all young men are listening to this music and they want to go out and act out what they hear in music by artists that have never one time even seen jail? Well, no, I take it back. The majority right now have. But they didn't stay in prison long, did they? They have money and you don't. You know, even if you look at the, the sexuality side of hip-hop, you know, when I was coming up, we had what you would call uh, novelty groups, which, you know, you had fat boys, you know, you had, you know, salt and pepper females, you know, uh, you had Kid and Play, Jazz Jeff Fresh Prince, a few other folks that came after that, Kwame, and she Light, when she Light started off as a true MC, but later on went pop, but you had different genres of rap music, different genres of one music, which hadn't been heard of in a long time up until that point. You had two eyes crew, you had them out of Florida. And the things that they talked about, I mean, look at the video. Remember, at one time MTV was halfway credible. You will watch a video by Jazzy Jeff Fresh Prince. You'll see a video by Public Enemy. You know, you'll see a video by whoever else. And you, you may even see a video by Too Short, especially around 89, 90. No, I'll take it back, 88. And if you, if you honestly look at the music now, think about this. In 2000, was it 99 or 2000? was the first time MTV ever played the video straight out of Compton. And you look at that video now and you say, man, this is bullshit. Why would you ban something like this when I'm like, even back then you had videos that were hardcore, dudes getting arrested and shit, you know, dudes getting busted, you know, they had that shit on video or they made it into the video, you know. Shit was kind of real, don't get me wrong. But you had videos like that, like uh, Juicy, you know, by Biggie. You had a dude getting arrested right there in front of his house. Well, no, he wasn't in front of his house, but he was on the block. The only thing that NWF video had Strider Compton was dudes that had fucking the shoes on fire and talking about being Strider Compton and shit fucked up. You know, yeah, I get that. You know, but it didn't fuck up the neighborhoods like that. You know, if you tie crack into all of that and then people rapping about it, you know, they see it, they, they, they know about it, they rap about it, then it grows and the community decides they want to do what they hear in the music, even though they've seen it but never had the guts to do it but listen to the music or what have you. Yeah, you know. But even in 94, for example, when you had albums like Illmatic, you had Ready to Die. You know, you had uh, Method Man's first joint, you had uh, Is There a Dark Side by uh, 
Red Man. You had Thug Life by what, Tupac, you know. You had um, Quest the Mad Lad, Jimmy. You had so many albums, even two I crew this album ninety four and in its service purpose. And along with that, yeah, whoop there it is by like three or four different dudes. Or do three or four different uh uh acts. You know, ninety five songs, uh fucking uh uh tag team and some other dudes and you know, but still though, motherfuckers had a really they had, honestly had a uh Variety of shit, even in 94, 95, and 96. But now you're looking at, and you can call me at 646-668-2453. But now if you honestly look at the fact that so many of the acts, and I blame Master P for a lot of that in the 90s. I mean, you know, it's like so many of the fans who were like big in public enemy like 80s, 1790, 90, 91. And I would say 88, 89, because when NWA came out, they took so many of the, of the black fans, they ran with it. And that was honestly more so of a coastal thing. But even then, you still saw NWA on on, on uh, MTV. The East Coast got it. You know, everybody was rocking this shit. I never bought their fucking album, to be honest with you. But I fucked with it, watching videos and all of that. But what I'm saying is that it's their connection, especially these days. I have never seen a music so influential. Well, folks are honestly trying to live up, even when The Chronic came out. Now, granted, when The Chronic came out, everybody wanted to smoke weed. I smoked weed for the first time, like, in less than a half a year after it came out. And it was cool. It was all right. You know, everybody wanted to call somebody a bitch, and everybody wanted to have a 6-4, which I did, not I knew it was entertainment. And most folks my age knew it was entertainment. It was what it was. Nowadays, and especially, and if you look at the videos, if you look at the over-sexualization, the, um, the over-hyper-homosexuality um, with, uh, with, with, the, with the male artists and things like that, you tie all that together, and then you add the crime into the situation, yeah, I can honestly say that it's a good chance that rap music today, honestly, is responsible for many recent woes in the black community. There's no way you can get around that. But again, you can find me on Twitter, at Nugandi Watergate. You can find me on Facebook, Nugandi Watergate. You can find me on YouTube as well. The number is 646-668-2453. Give me a call. I'll be talking to you soon. I'll see you shortly. So I changed my heart on this and set me free. Yeah, you know what it is. Young Goldie in the house tonight, baby. I'm going to let my head out. I'm a beast. I'm a beast. I'm a dog. I'm a dog. Yeah, you know, I'm stunning, man Look at me, I'm, I'm, I'm the man Here I go, I'm coming, man But it's money, I do the running, man Hand in hand, we go chopper Play that bitch around like a helicopter 
pointed at your eyes like a teleprompter. It sets you free. Yeah, baby, it's YC. And the Gator West Great is the place I've been. You might catch me uptown down in New Orleans. I'm maybe riding jet skis on Miami Beach. Little Spanish freak, she got that She's my number one fan and a man to keep. Only English she can speak is. <laughs> I turn into an animal Every time that the moon is full Something so unusual That you've never seen before I'm a beast, I'm a dog Lord, they called me, told me stick the dog on me. I'm a pimpin'. I'm black and mean, but I got mean from being behind that fence. I'm traveling and it's traveling over you trifling bitches. I cock my leg up and pin, nigga full of blood, pepper green. Bitch, I done told you, and I done showed you. I'm like stepped over pizza, I'm getting cold. I'm a dog on a song, I'm a beast on a beat. I add a mule on pro tools and a baboon on the tune. I'm a canine when the crowd, I'm a werewolf when the howl. I hit the streets and rappers ran like fucking gunshots in the crowd. Y'all was out here eating shrimp, I was on that workout bitch. Put them back on the beach, muffle up bitch. I'm about to come get it, suck my dick if you fucked up with it. No more beat, my me, that is. I'm a beast. I'm a beast. I'm a dog. Nonetheless, 
to get in the discussion, give me a call at 646-668-2453. This is New God D. Watergate. Give me a call. And while I wait for some to call or someone or what have you, hey, I'm at home like everybody else. My shows basically just getting started off, so I may not get any calls tonight. That's cool. If you're just listening, that's awesome, too. Anyway, I think that there is a correlation between, you know, the whole gun culture, the whole no-snitch culture, and rap music that may have cultivated or have, may have come from the um, the hood itself. And I think that a lot of the hood made its way into the music by way recycling the hood through the music back to the hood. And I can give you an example of that. I have to mention Public Enemy again. I have to mention groups like De La Soul and A Tribe Called Quest. And if you go and look at old NWA videos, like Express Yourself, these dudes call themselves niggas with attitude. You know, bucking the system and shit, fucking with the cops, and, you know, F, fuck the police and all of that. But you watch a couple of the videos, Dre and some other dudes had the African medallion on. They were wearing that African medallion in Texas. Look at some of the old ghetto boys pictures. I mean, because they've, they've been ghetto boys for like 28 years or have you, but had like different dudes and shit. You know, and but they still get old boys, and they'll still do it now. They got members they can bring back. Anyway, dudes are wearing that shit down there. They're wearing it up there in Seattle with some mix a lot and folks like that. But then, of course, on the East Coast, they were wearing it. Too matter of fact, they were wearing it down south in Florida. I went down there with my father and my uncle-in-law. Well, before they became uncle-in-law, they were buried by grandmother. This time, maybe nine or that. I went to a flea market and shit with my uncle, now uncle-in-law, and then my dad in Miami. They had African medallions down there. So the whole African medallion movement was already growing. The African medallion movement was growing through hip-hop on every coast, no matter what. The African medallion with the motherland and the red, black, and green, it was growing everywhere. Even NWA had it. You know? So you see the power of music because even in the power of music back then, they were worried about the reputation of black people. They were worried about the reputation of black people. Now, I'm not just talking about public enemy and the folks like that that I mentioned. Paris outside of Oakland was talking that shit, you know, that positive shit, that shit that, you know, that was like, yo, you know, there's some different shit, you know, get your head on, whatever, you know, learn finances and stuff like that. You know, don't be victims, but remember where you come from. That's the kind of shit that was coming out between, like, 87 and, like, 90. Rock Kim was rocking that shit. Big Daddy Kane, everybody, you know, the medallion, everybody was talking about positivity, even though we knew, but now we know now, even though they were talking about positive shit back then, the money they got to start their labels back then basically came from dope dealers. But, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but the fact is they were still speaking some hot shit. And, and black folks start to feel that. Then you bring Gangstar in later on with Guru and Premier. Then you throw in uh, Brand Nubian. And later on, folks on the West Coast like The Cool and Far Side, folks like that. You had good music back then and you had a choice. 
You know what I mean? And then, and, and, and I say, I want you all to call in at 646-668-2453. But I will say this, that the whole idea of entertainment forming our black community, yes, because they, they did it then. You know what else they, they did it as far as entertainment's concerned and a lot of folks really didn't think about it? And that's the Cosby Show. Now, I know that we're mainly speaking about hip-hop and rap music and shit like that and, and you know, and, and, and uh, violence and whatever else that's fucked up. Yeah, we're talking about that too, but think about the Cosby Show, for example. My father was military. We lived up north. I'm, I'm about to uh, light a cigarette. So if you hear me and I'm slurring and not because I'm fucked up, I just got a fat Newport in my mouth. No homo. All right. Now I'm back. The Cosby Show, for example. If you take the whole era of the Cosby Show, the 1980s, Back in the 1980s, just in case a lot of you folks forgot about this shit, the 1980s was fucked up. Now, did people get rich? Yes, they got rich. And I'm, I'm about to tell you, I'm about to go with this. They got rich. Some black, some white, a lot of folks got money back on their taxes and things like that. Not just that, but also the fact that the defense was growing, and if you were in the military back then, you had it good. And if you were working on Wall Street, you had it good. But it's something else that we forget about, and it's called crack. Here you had two shows. Now, I'm not saying that they should have addressed the issue. I can understand why they probably did not. But think about it this way. You had the Cosby Show, and you had a different world. Cosby Show was first, a different world was second. I didn't give a fuck where you lived. If you're black, if you lived in the hood, the suburbs, if you lived in an apartment complex in between the suburbs and the hood, if you were in a college dorm, if you were just living at home with your parents and you were in high school and middle school like I was, Everybody watched the Cosby show. Everybody watched it, and they loved it, and they're pissed off right now because they can't get them because of those bullshit rape charges. Now, what I'm about to tell you is this. This is what ties rap music into that. You had this dude who was an obstetrician. His wife was a lawyer. They live in the Brownstone in Brooklyn, New York, and had successful kids, and everybody who was watching that shit you mean to tell me that nobody in the hood watched that shit and said, I want to be like the fucking Huxtables? Or did they just watch it and say, I'm glad to see a black man is on TV? You had Bill Cosby. And if you go back to Fat Albert, I was born in 74. Fat Albert came out in 72. This dude had a black cartoon in 1972 on television. And the morals he taught, everybody watched that shit. And I don't give a fuck if you live in the suburbs and you're black. You watched Fat Albert. It, it was what it was. And no one ever got the positivity from that. Now going back to crack, 
Crack was the biggest and the worst drug epidemic we've ever seen in 50 years. But the Cosby show was still on TV. Positive shit coming out of the television. And then now you tie in positive rap music. You had rap music that was positive. Some of it was raunchy, but positive. You had decent R&B, and you had Bill Cosby on television. You didn't have Barack Obama back then, but Bill Cosby was the closest dude to him. And he was in entertainment. Then after him, remember, we had Arsenio Hall. I'm going to get into Arsenio Hall in a moment. I'll be back. Know the number? 646-668-2453. Give me a call. Tell me how you feel about this situation or subject, should I say, and tell me if you believe it is responsible, tell me why. And if you think it's not responsible, still tell me why. Welcome to the 
responsible for many recent woes in the black community. And I always said yes. And, and I left you when I talked about Bill Cosby. I left you with uh, Arsenio Hall. Again, no matter where you were, no matter where you live, just like Bill Cosby, no matter where you live, whether you were white or black, you watched Arsenio Hall. You did. Just like the Cosby Show. So how can something so positive by two, two black entertainers, successful, both started out as comedians, but gave every inch of positivity to not just black people, but the world, but let's say black people in general. I mean, think about it. That kind of power back then, now that power is given to people like Lil Wayne. But Lil Wayne and folks like that, they're the ones that are now influencing the black community. When you had shows like The Cosby Show, A Different World, and I'm not going to say Martin, I'm going to say Living Single. We had positive, and Martin did, but Martin screwed around with stereotypes and what have you, but with Living Single, even those shows, shows like that, you had positive people saying that you could be whatever you want to be and showed us a whole different plight or different uh, light in, in, uh, 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 in, in black communities or, or for the black community itself. But how did these guys, we're talking about Lil Wayne, Young Thug, Chief Keith, or God damn it, is that his name? Um, the list goes on. I mean, T.I., even though he has his reality shows and this and that, and he's showing that you can do whatever you want to do if you do decide to, I guess, play by the rules. Oh, basically, just be who you are, whatever. But now you have these young artists, and some of them not, not, are not that young themselves, that are putting out music saying there's nothing out there but violence, sex, and whatever else. That is the stuff that these kids are hearing, and they're implementing it. Not saying that we never did with certain types of rap music, but now it's, it's, it's gotten to the point to where now ghetto culture and it has been for a while, but especially now. Ghetto culture right now is the culture of black people. Ratchetness, as they call it. Whether it's love and hip-hop or whether it's uh, sorority girls, which is gone now, or it's not, it's gone, it's done, or whether it be, you can name dozens of shows. But now the ratchet has become black. And I do believe, yes, that rap music does play a serious part. I have never in my lifetime. It's getting better now. But up until about a year, oh, wow, just only a year and a half ago, 
Oh, you saw a dude sagging their pants, and these are dudes that are like around my age, let alone my son's age. You know, these are guys that are walking around their pants sagging and thinking this shit cool. Then there are also the dudes wearing tight ass pants. These are dudes around my age trying to emulate the young guys, and the young guys won't even be wearing that shit for too long. At least I hope. But seriously. You know, I remember when you couldn't, when Juvenile couldn't have his song playing Back That Ass Up without saying Back That Thing Up. And either one, that's one of the only songs I've probably heard in my lifetime that can go from dirty to clean version and it, and it plays either way. But anyway, he didn't say that on the radio. Now this shit we have on radio now, well, I guess I can say the Coco, I guess. The other songs, whatever. But it's really all about self-indulgence. Not saying that Biggie was never like that. I'm not saying that Snoop was never like that. I'm not saying Nas was never like that. I'm not saying that Puff Daddy will fuck him, but whoever else. I'm not saying they were never hungry like that, that they would, you know, do certain things, to, you know, to get to grab attention and shit. But God damn, you know, this is what I thought it was just simply an artist thing, like per group, per dude, per act, whatever. You know, like Andre Andre 2000 came out with some shit at the MTV Awards some years back. Big-ass stack boots and shit, right? You know what I mean? And he had some wild-ass colors on. And, you know, big boy, you know, he's wearing the, the Atlanta shit, whatever the fuck he was wearing. You know, I was like, well, you know what? I know my man, you know, hooked up Erica about doing shit, and we all know that she's about some shit that I know dudes that say Erica Badu was fine, but they wouldn't fuck her. <laughs> I'm just saying. But we took it like, yo, you know, it is what it is. Hey, then Common fucked with it. Like, okay, yeah, it's Common, you know. This dude getting older, but he fucked Erica Badu too. Now he's wearing some old wild shit. And we said, okay, well, just those dudes. Now those just dudes that Erica Badu fucking got turned out. I don't know about it, but I'm about to get to the other shit, though. Then later on, somebody came up with that whole snap bullshit that snap, you know, you rock and rock with snap back, and, you know, that shit looked fucked up. I didn't fuck with it. I was like, okay, some old new shit, you know, my son's generation, you know, my daughters and shit, my my younger sisters, that's their shit, you know, that's, that's what they do, cool, whatever, but then, the skinny jeans came out, and then Lil Wayne started wearing it with his ass out. Then Rick Ross wearing that shit with his ass out. Skinny jeans, I'm thinking now, yes, rap music is responsible for many recent woes in the black community for real. And if you agree or disagree, give me a call at 646-668-2453. That is 646-668-2453. Man, I, I will say, though, there's nothing out here. Well, I can't say there's nothing out there hot as far as rap or hip-hop because there's a lot of action shit. You know, if you listen to your, I guess, your iHeartRadio or whatever or your Pandora or your online like that, you can find acts from up on YouTube. You can find acts from all over the world that's got good shit. You can just fuck with this shit and, and 
not worry about what anybody else thinks and keep it like that. But and and now, oh man, when did chicks start getting ass implants? No, excuse me. When did black chicks start getting ass implants? Now again. Is today's rap music responsible for many woes in the black community? Yes, because think about it like this. Nicki Minaj said that she had no problem saying she had ass injections. At least I read that. Now, I'm not sure how true that is. But, however, Kim Kardashian's ass is not that bad. was never that bad, I guess it was. I thought that shit was her rage. I guess when she toned it up. Anyway, now you got black chicks out here, ass, trying to get shots and shit. Trying to get ass looks big and... Look, sister, some of y'all get big asses, some of you don't. And to be honest with you, a lot of us do don't like these asses like that. I mean, we really just don't. And, and that's another way of fucking up our community, too. Oh, man, and the fake eyelashes. Oh, I don't get that. But again, though, give me a call at 646-668-2453. This is Bugatti Watergate. Thank you for joining me for the Herbal Truth. I shall talk to you shortly. Give me a call.
up, everybody? I'm back. And the topic of the day, obviously, is today's rap music responsible for many re- recent woes in the black community. I chose this topic for many reasons because every day if you watch and you walk and watch and you see, I guess the same thing. And you turn the radio on and whether you're walking or you're in your car or what have you, everything is still the same. The, the message is still the same. And everything like that. And it, and like I spoke how back in the eighties how Bill Cosby how he basically he took a family that many people didn't see white or black and brought it to an audience of everybody. White, black, gay, straight, what have you. Open up a whole different world from you know, the black exploitation shows or, or movies or what have you. You know, and and, and and people in the projects everywhere watched it. But it never, ever, ever caught on to a lot of people as far as the message. I mean, he was a doctor or an obstetrician, I think. His wife was a lawyer, something like that, as I mentioned before. You know, and even with Arsenio Hall, the same thing. And I never understood it. But now we have people, like I said, Lil Wayne and Drake and others who are actually shaping black culture. And you can add Nicki Minaj in there. You can also add folks like Beyonce. You can add Rihanna. You can add Chris Brown, a lot of people. They actually have the ear of the majority of the black community. It's the truth. And the scary part is is the fact that, uh, should I say that... uh, even President Obama has actually invited some guests who may have had questionable music or what have you, not saying that they should be there, but saying that, you know, now that, you know, the ears of the black community are basically rested upon folks like Jay-Z, you know, two chains, like Beyonce and Nicki Minaj and a few other folks, or, you know, and it's like, you're embracing something that's bad for the community by embracing the artists that produce the type of music. Maybe that's just me. But I think that there's hope for a change, to be honest with you. And I do have a caller. And the question tonight is, is today's rap music responsible for many recent woes in the black community? I'm going to talk to my man who is 1294, or female, I'm not totally sure. What's your name, my man? Hello? Well, I guess I got my call dropped. Nonetheless, give me a call back. But um, as I as I've stated, though, I think it is totally responsible in many ways. Not 100% responsible, but responsible in many ways, meaning that it has contributed to it. And the demise of the black community, I mean, it sets upon itself, too. I cannot sit here and say that I blame rap music alone.
I can't. One, I would be a hypocrite, and then two, I would be looking for a scapegoat. But I do believe this. If you turn the radio off sometimes and give yourself time to think instead of letting everyone else tell you how to think, not only will our community be, will be better and prosper, not only that, but as a people we can prosper. Again, The caller has decided to drop. That's fine. This is Mugandi Watergate. Give me a call at 646-668-2453. We're going to go ahead and, fix and hit you with uh, an intermission for just a moment. But uh, I will say, no matter who disagrees with me, I do believe that our music, as far as rap, you know, is responsible for a lot of the woes in this music. I think so. I mean, even look at the sagging of the pants. And dudes with their shirts off. And, God damn. I am believing that rap is becoming gay. Oh. You got to water gay. Back at you. Yeah. You know what it is. Young Goldie in the house tonight, baby. I'm gonna let my head out. <laughs> I'm a beast. I'm a beast. I'm a dog. I'm a dog. Yeah, you know, I'm turning mad. Look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm a man. Here I go. I'm coming mad. But it's my Bitch, you ride like a helicopter Pointed at your eyes like a teleprompter It sets you free Yeah, baby, it's YG And the A-to-S grade is the place I've been You might catch me uptown down in New Orleans I'm maybe riding jet skis on Miami Beach Bit of Spanish Greek, we got therapy She's my number one fan and a man's a geek Only English she can speak is I turn into an animal Every time that the moon is full Something so unusual That you've never seen before I'm a On the hurtful truth. And you know, and the subject tonight is dear to me because of the fact that not only do I have a son that's pursuing a career, but I have also a cousin that has a, a top 25 hit. So at least I think it is. At least I hope it is. Uh, maybe it's not. I know it's coming close. Nonetheless, you know, and I've always told them all the time, whatever you talk about in your music is always going to affect someone in a way. 
Maybe not in the way that you yourself want it to uh, affect people. But it's not an issue of if. It's an issue of when. We took an art form called hip-hop. Now, look, I only have a half hour left on my show. But I'm not gonna, and I don't want anybody calling in talking about yo no this origin that origin this borough this and that no 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 I'm not gonna get into that. What I'm gonna say as far as hip hop is concerned, and don't try to call me and give me a history lesson or no shit like that. Black people took everything that was thrown at them and made it better, and that is the honest truth. took biblical uh, scriptures and turned them into song and turned them into code. And over the years, you know, we got free, along with legislation and this and that and executive orders and blah, 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 and all of that. Yeah, what have you. That's a different story, different day, different topic. But here's the problem. We were told we created jazz. Makes sense. Rock and roll makes sense. But in between, there were things and there were were songs that were made that some whites made popular because black folks shit couldn't get played. Now, speed it up just a little bit. Look at the Christmas hymns. The Christmas songs, should I say? Or Christian hymns, but Christmas songs. Well, you know where I'm going. Took that, funked it up. Took gospel, funked it up. Took jazz, Made it and funked it up, couldn't play it here, went overseas and made it legendary. Hip hop just didn't start the blacks, of course it didn't. You had Hispanics that set in and, and also did make their mark, DJs and all what have you. Made an art form and let it get sold out by sex, drugs. Misfortune, making fun of misfortune, creating an urban culture that people were able, unfortunately, to stick on all black people. Hip-hop has done that. Whether you agree or not, if it hasn't done it by 100%, it's done it by at least 70 It's not as if positive images have never been put in the face of black people. Now, there are many who may want to go further and say it's an agenda. Maybe it is. I don't know. But one thing I do know is this. You still have control over your own destiny, and you have control over who influences you. So to be honest, the Cosby Show, our city hall wasn't enough to influence you to want to go further. But now we have thugs and hoes and sex goddesses and lady bosses, bosses, wannabe dope dealers, people like that 
Now, these are people telling us how we should live, and we're actually living that shit. I'm not, but I know motherfuckers who are. And please excuse me, my niece is here, and she's yelling, and her dog is here, so, yeah. But it is what it is. When we heard raunchy music in the 80s and 90s, we knew it was an act. We knew it back then. Now, don't get it fucked up. We used to listen to folks like Just Ice. This dude showed up on America's Most Wanted, if I'm not mistaken. He burned the dude. She Ali. Yeah, that dude with black sheep. Straight up. Yeah, he murdered some dude. I think he was on America's Most Wanted, too. Remember he had the song, The Girls Look So Good, but the brains are not ready, or some shit like that, a cut from BDP old shit. I can't remember the name of the song, but he was down with Black Sheep with the native tongues. That's Trap Called Court, Jungle Brothers, they lost all whoever. Yeah. He burnt the dude and went, and hey, as a matter of fact, if you go back and be, if you can go even further old school, Philadelphia rapper, um, Cool C, supposed to get electrocuted this year or, or, or have the shit going up his veins or what have you. You know what I'm, you know what I mean? Uh, the uh, what do you call it? The uh, lethal injection and some shit like that. Yeah, was it a bank robbery and shit? One of his uh, homeboys said to be another former rapper out of Philadelphia. Now those dudes went in, and I'm not saying that shit was cool because it wasn't. I think a police officer or a guard got killed, and I think they linked the bullet to uh to um to um not steady B well. Again, it's been a long day. Oh, man, cool see. You know? But that was some wild shit. They did some shit because they felt they had to, and I'm not condoning that shit. It was fucked up. Look, so what your record labels fucked you? Hey, shit. Signed to a different label. I mean, crack was going on back then. I'm not saying go sell dope, no, but it was what it was. I know I don't like black folks selling dope to black folks. I don't want to see dope black folks sell dope to nobody, but I'm just saying. I mean, I, I could at least halfway respect that because you didn't, well, uh, I can't say it would kill anybody, but because um, crack kill households and shit like that. But at least you wouldn't have gotten the fucking chair. But it is what it is. Back then, it didn't affect us like that. One, because we didn't have the internet. And let me get to that, too. Because when you start mixing rap music and you have the uh, social media, then you have, um, well, that is it. You know, even now, YouTube is social media now. But once you have the act, the, 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 uh, the time, and what, how do motherfuckers honestly have that much time on their fucking hands? The fuck are people on anyway? I don't get it. But anyway, but then you got the music, then you got the beats, then you got the blogs, then you got this and that and, you know, uh, mixtape shows and um, breakfast club motherfuckers like that sitting around, you know, benefiting on beef. You know, yeah, it, I take it back. I'm going to rephrase that. I think that the industry has taken hip-hop and used it to create the woes in the black community. 
Uganda Watergate. I'm out. I'll be back.
concerned about offending anybody, and I say not really, because a lot of the folks that I talk about, I don't know. I really don't. I just talk about the music. Like, for example, you know, I hate Migos. I mean, I do. I I think their music is garbage. That's just me. Yeah, I don't feel no one saying things like, uh, yo, um, might not want to fuck with those dudes or this or that. No, it's called freedom of speech. And I've never had anybody say that I was wrong for saying that I hate those dudes. I don't like that music. And then not just to mention the fact that we talked about the violence and, you know, and the negative culture that became urban culture that's now associated with, uh, with black people. It's like, this is what I see. Let me take rap music to the side for a second. For the few times I've listened to a black radio, for example, especially Bitchy Smiley, when I've listened to Bitchy Smiley, he plays some of the most, as they say, ratchet music I've ever heard. But then later on, what does he do? He plays gospel music, and he says he dedicates that to his grandmother. Now, if that's the case, I'm sure your grandmother, or was it your mother, your grandmother, someone told me that, that you said you would do something like that every chance you got. I have no problem with that. But why would you make your show the most raunchy show, and then all of a sudden, 30 minutes before you go off the air, you want to dedicate it to God? And you promote the most horrible ratchet music, oh, I hate that term, but music that anyone's ever heard anyway before you go into that whole thing. Because to me, it doesn't matter. And there are a lot of guys that feel like me and women too. That the music just sucks, and it does. Think about it again. Sagging pants, dude. How many times it's getting better now, but shit. I mean, the Cosby show couldn't aspire dudes to want to do better. I'm sure some dudes probably watched that shit, and they probably did move forward and use that as inspiration, especially a different world, world I'm, I'm sure. But aside from that, how the fuck did Lil Wayne and people like that get the black community's ear and think that Everything they say and do is worth listening to because of, of who they are. It doesn't make sense to me. But I have to again ask the question. Is today's rap music responsible for many recent roles in the black community? Yes, the fuck it is. In the worst way possible. But I can't get mad at them without getting mad at the people who embrace that bullshit. I don't get it. If the if people really cared about the community, 
and really cared about black people. I can easily say that they should reject this shit. But I can't. Because it's in our faces every day. But I don't fuck with it. Every now and then, I'll go online just to see. Or see clips, should I say. Of us acting like idiots. And no, Kanye West is not a good rapper. Fuck no. No Common is not good anymore. No, he sucks now. Jay-Z was a lyrical god until like seven years ago. Then he fell off and tried to rap like the whack motherfuckers that I don't like. And then I'm talking about doing dumb shit in our community. I'm sorry. But I will not change my mind on this. If you want to save the movement as far as hip-hop is concerned, then folks need to get together and throw retro concerts, keep them going. Remind the public of where where everything that so-called hip-hop where it came from, at least as far as style. And when I hear people tell me, young people tell me that it doesn't matter, all that old stuff is irrelevant, then why are you wearing high top fades? Unfortunately, my community has turned their ear to a, a culture that is dangerous to our children. But I know people are going to say things like sex sales and and this, that, and the third, and A, B, C, X, Y, Z, and shit like that. I already know what you're going to say to all that sells. But I'm going to give you my opinion on that in the last remaining 20 minutes of this broadcast.
What's his name? Kevin Gates, the rapper, talking about he looked ass. And her song, she said, look my, look my, uh, my pussy in my crack. Wow. Kanye will be 60 years old and folks will still be doing the dance K-Wayne. And I'm sorry, I forgot to mention Black Weddings, too. But think about it. And Kay Wang is positive. Whatever she's talking about, I don't know, but I know she talks about a dance step. But guess what? Even though I'm mostly part of a white folk, however, the fact is, when I know I go to my folks' houses and people like that, my family, I'm going to hear Kay Wang. But it's positive. I want you, I want many of you who are listening to me right now. I had one call tonight, and it got dropped. It may have been something I've done. I don't fucking know. But I want, if anyone's listening right now, especially when I do my rebroadcast or have it recorded, if you're black and you've been at a family reunion or a party or just wherever, a wedding, a reception, or just a party, again, just what have you, and you heard Kay Wang, and everyone's dancing to it. Anyone ever got shot? If you listen to, you've been to parties a few years back, and you heard electric, electric slides. Nobody got shot. Now, I can't say nothing happened after that. But, so, when I say that rap music is hurting our community, Yes, it is, in a very bad way. But it's not rap music. It's the music that's chosen to be played. And it happens to be rap music or R&B music with an urban feel that talks about sex, drugs, killing somebody. Even the song. The girl, something, something, I'm going to have to do something and get a body. I can't remember the chick's name. Anyway, but you see where it's going. They're hitting you with murder and dope every chance they get. But it's up to you, the viewer and or, and or the listener, to change it. It's you see it as a problem. I do. So now we have to worry about the children that are going to come up after this. When I say after this, I mean, I'll be back after this. Welcome to the Tonight, baby. I'm gonna let my head 
But let me give you a commentary first when it comes to rap music and hip-hop. I'm not sure if there happens to be some sort of agenda here as far as whether it be the whole image of baby mama, the whole image of your pants sagging, the whole image of breaking up families, the whole image of uh, twerking or this or that, or everyone trying to get two minutes of fame. I'm doing this because I want to. I may not ever get another call for two weeks. I don't know, but I do it because I want to. It's not five minutes of fame that I want, nor is it five minutes of fame that I need. But I will say this. We should not be so short-sighted to think that it's okay to take a form of entertainment for music or artistry or something like that and let it be labeled to all people of a certain race. It's very bad when I walk into certain places and uh, and I see people and they look at me and they automatically think, aside from being a thug or what have you, look at me and just think that, I guess you could say that, I guess, but look at me and say that I, he's the guy I saw on the videotape, not videotape, oh my gosh, I'm too damn old, too old. No, but I saw this guy on television or what have you, or God that looks like this guy. One of those rap guys that I hate so much. You know? And I can honestly say this. It's up to the people who market these guys. It's up to them to say, hey, your community is getting destroyed by the images you're putting out that we help you put out. If if there's such a a thing, I don't know. But that will never happen. Keep allowing your children to embrace It's not even a culture, but to embrace a form of entertainment that will later on define them if if it hasn't been done already or define the children that will come after them. Isn't it amazing that there's a form of entertainment that has succeeded in defining only 13% of the population of this country. Isn't it something that, and I know a lot of folks will disagree, but a a so-called culture that I put the fear in whites and middle-class blacks or middle-class people in general, white or black, And then you're tied into the crime. Rap music has done a huge injustice to the community that we call the black community. And I know there are going to be people that are going to (laughs) they're going to be people that are going to say things like You don't get it, you don't understand, or this or that. But I say fuck all of you. Because we got to take 
our future in our own hands and hold our own selves responsible. This is Ugandi Watergate. The hurtful truth. I will be back very soon. And thank you so much.